Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, bonjour. In Spain, hola. In Italy, ciao. In Egypt, athen wasalan. In Ghana, akwaba. In Nigeria, peleo. In South Africa, saobona. In Senegal, nangadef. In Kenya, jambo. In Israel, shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, assalamu alaikum. Greetings. And may peace be upon you all. Tune in to Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green on Thursdays at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear great topics and stories on grief and turn it into victory. Join Dr. Debbie Green to listen to stories of triumph and learn how to overcome. You are not alone in your life, and there is hope in the darkest hour. This is your time to learn strategies and solutions to improve your life. It's your time. So join Dr. Debbie Green with Soulful Solutions and call in on Thursday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at 515 605 9325 with comments and questions. Look to hear from you real soon. Things are working in your favor. 
I hope that you slept well last night. And it's it's important, you know, it's important to just take care of yourself. And if you haven't done that lately, please do so. Please take care of you. Because guess what? That's all you got is you. There's only one you, right? And you are very special and you need to be taken care of. So I just want to put that out there for you. Uh, today's topic is going to be pretty interesting. It's not something you haven't heard before, but I want to delve down into just the statistics of this. And our topic of the day is alcohol fetal syndrome uh, and the aftermath of after it's over. You know, what happens during that time? What happens after? How does it affect the child? How does the life of the child overall, even as an adult, what happens, you know, I think uh, when people hear that, they, you know, it goes in one ear and comes out the other if you have never experienced it. If you don't know anyone that has ever been affected by it, then it's just not something you pay attention to. But I want to give you some much-needed knowledge. There is a lot of individuals that have been greatly affected by this particular disorder, and I definitely uh, want to give you as much information as I can. So if someone is listening, if someone is, you know, in the process of, of carrying a child and maybe drinking or or any of those things, uh, you know someone who is drinking, carrying a child, um, please pass along the knowledge because it's very much needed. It's much, much needed. So what I'm going to be doing, I'm going to actually be coming from, you know, the statistics of this particular disorder, which is from the American uh, Medicine Prevention, as well as the CDC. So all the knowledge that I'm giving you, um, far as statistical knowledge, is definitely from that area. And some of the knowledge I'm also going to be giving you is how the child's mind is affected, but most of how the mother is affected as well um, in this particular situation because we know addictions are very, very real, and people are definitely going through a lot right now. You know, they're going through so much to the point where they are not thinking, you know. They're, they're really spontaneous. They're spontaneous, and they're just reactive, so they're not saying, oh, if I do this, this is going to happen, or if I do that, you know, that's going to happen. No, they're not thinking that way. They're just feeling through their moments, and unfortunately, it's causing a, a, a really rough, I, I don't even have words to describe what's happening in the world right now, y'all. It's just, everyone is all, it's, I call it hypersensitive to everything it seems. So if you got a calm mind, a mind of logic, you better hold on to it. Hold on to it. And especially giving love. If you're giving love, when I say giving love, because some people want to always receive it, but they don't want to give. Learn how to give and receive and balance. And that's going to really, really uh, change your life tremendously. So, um, again, these are just Dr. Dev's little notes she's putting out there. But whoever wants to listen, honey, whoever wants to hear. All right, so let's get into the statistics of this. 
Um, when I was studying this, you guys, I was like, wow, you know, it's not like, you know, when I when I actually create these topics, I some of them I just know from experience, and some of them I literally have to go and do some research on because I don't want to give you knowledge that has not been looked at or actually been quantitative or qualitative, which is tested, researched, you know, so that you can have the most accurate information. And um, I want that to to be known for sure. So I'm just speaking in the U.S. right now, okay? So all, all of the information I'm giving you is based upon U.S. United States data, uh, again, from the CDC, as well as the American uh, Prevention um, Medicine uh, areas. So um, let's start here. Let's start here dealing with the, uh, the pregnant women, okay, and their alcohol use. One in seven drink when pregnant. One in seven. Now, that may not be a lot to you, but we have billions of people on there, okay? So one in seven, you know, that is 14% of 100, okay, which is still too high. I don't think it should, it should be zero, but it's 14%, one in seven. One in seven pregnant people reported current drinking, you know, when they were carrying their their child, okay? And the thing about it, it was like you had some of them that drank casually, socially, and then you got some of them that binge drink. Binge drinkers was one in 20. One in 20. So that's five out of 100, okay? So if you say out of 100 people, out of 100 pregnant women, we have five out of 100 that was binge drinking, carrying their child. And you wonder, if you're like, well, why would they do that? You know, well, you know, why would they drink when they know that they're carrying a child? Well, you have this thing called addictions, okay? Addictions have no specific prevalent logic. It's like I just need it, I want it, and that's it. Now, I'm not saying every addicted person does not take in consideration of their children when, when they are pregnant. But when you are addicted to drugs or even alcohol, it's very difficult to not drink when, when you are addicted to something. So you find yourself doing things that really, truly, you really shouldn't do, you know, which is affecting, you know, your own child's life. So um, that's itself changes everything. It changes everything in the mother. It changes everything in the child, you know, as far as mental, emotional, you know, physical. All your whole being is changed. The whole being is changed. So it's not like, oh, what, it's just going to get better over time. No, it does not. The substance alcohol is a depressive substance, but not only is it is depressive, it also alternates the inside structure of a body. So think about it. This woman's been drinking for a period of time. Now she's drinking, carrying her child. 
and that alcohol is going through that baby's bloodstream. Do you not think it's going to affect that child overall? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's going to, as that child grows, it's going to look different. It's going to behave different. It is not the same. So statistics says between 18 and 44, that's the, that's the ages that people mostly drink between 18 and 44 in the United States. It increased a little more uh, from 2018 up to 2020. Well, we know what happened in 2020. We were totally shut down. So if there were any addictive habits that a person would have, then it would increase, and that would be normal for it to increase. So in 2023, uh, the CDC researchers found that 80% of people who were pregnant were asked about alcohol use. However, only 16 of those who self-reported drinking within the past 30 days were advised to quit or reduce their use. These findings highlight missed opportunities to integrate alcohol in practices utilizing strategies to address recognized barriers, improving reimbursement alcohol, and help reduce alcohol use in pregnancy. So what am I saying to you? If they actually went in for a well check with the baby, because a lot of times they don't go. People with addictive symptoms don't always go to the doctor. They miss appointments. They're not all the way obligated. So the baby, the baby suffers. So when they do come to the doctor's office or whatever, wherever they find themselves in, you know, uh, if it's not a doctor's office, it could be a health clinic, wherever. If if they are drinking, if they are drinking, if they don't do a blood count, they don't know. So a lot of times, so individuals don't tell them unless they come there, you know intoxicated or something, or some kind of sign would know that this person's been drinking, but otherwise they don't know until they do a toxicology report. So this is what this saying is saying that some of some of it's known and some of it's not known. So if it is known, the doctor would tell them you need to stop drinking while being pregnant and carrying the child. Okay, sometimes that happens, sometimes it doesn't. Because, again, addictions are real. And I'm not justifying addictions. I'm just letting you know that it's very difficult for a person to stop what they're doing, especially when they're feeding something inside of themselves. So in 2020, CDC reports found that 81% of U.S. adults in 13 states in Washington, D.C., reported being asked by their health care provider about alcohol use. Only about 38% reported being asked about binge drinking during routine checkups in the last two years. Among adults who reported being asked about their alcohol use at the checkup, in the past two years, they reported current binge drinking. 80%, that's four of five persons, 
were not counseled to reduce their drinking. Routine alcohol screenings and brief counseling has been shown to be effective at reducing binge drinking and is recommended for all adults. Okay, this is, let me go ahead and paraphrase this. When the doctors did find out, they didn't say, well, maybe you need to go to a rehab. Let's refer you to a therapist. Let's refer you to, uh, you know, a substance abuse residential program. That was not done. All they told them was, you should stop drinking, but not refer them out to get help and assistance. And this is what I have problems with, you guys, because I am a healthcare worker, and I'm on the front line. I get to see, I'm close and personal when things fall apart in people's lives. And one thing I deal with every day is substance abuse and also, you know, mental illness because they are very close, okay? They're very what they call vertical, not horizontal, vertical. So when that happened, I noticed in statistics, if I had to give a statistic, I would say three out of seven have addictions, they have mental illness. That's what I would say. And that's only like maybe a 23% percentile. Uh, They're either getting over an addiction or had an addiction in the past, or presently dealing with addiction. But those numbers are work. They work. Now, and you ask them, you know, if, if they're women, if they had children, were you using at all when you were carrying your child? Some will tell you the truth, and some won't, because they're too embarrassed. They're too embarrassed to let anyone know that they were not. So what am I saying? When they go to the health care provider, it's a good chance they're not telling you. I think the health care providers need to do toxicology every time they come there, but I know somebody's listening. When you go to your checkup, you know, your OB, she just looks at the baby. She doesn't, well, she listens to the heartbeat, heartbeat's intact. And that's pretty much all. Now, she may do a toxicology, but it may be early on. And if it isn't, you know, saying something to her, like something's wrong or whatever, they don't look. They just do minimal. I think they need to do maximum to save a child's life because there is a good chance that, again, the baby is going to be greatly affected as the baby's born. It's going to have all of these other issues that we're going to go into. Okay. Now, I want you to also know that the aftermath, so I've given you some of the statistics as far as in the U.S., you know, what, how we are affected as women, um, making these choices, uh, of, you know, about our children. So, so we have to take full responsibility. Um, there's a lot of individuals that 
struggle with responsibility. So they think, oh, if I have, you know, a couple of beers, it ain't going to hurt nobody. It ain't going to hurt the baby. I've known women who have drunk with their children. And I was the first one to tell them, I don't think you need to be drinking. I know them who have smoked marijuana with their children. Saying marijuana is not going to hurt. I said, no, you don't need to be doing any drugs. Even psychomedication uh, is not given by doctors, uh, you know, when a child, is, a, a woman is carrying a baby because they know that even psychomeds will affect the baby. So, you know, it was, again, it's just being responsible. Now, even with smoking, because I want to, you know, I'm talking about alcohol, but I want to just kind of go down the line because this, there could be someone listening that is smoking and say, oh, no, smoking is not going to hurt the baby. Yes, it will. It could cause asthma, bronchitis. It can also reduce the amount of weight that the baby will have when the baby is born. There's certain kind of gestational weight that needs to be happening. Babies need to be born with certain type of weights. And, and just not, you're looking at from the inside structure. Inside structure is the weight of the, uh, also the internal organs. It's not just the body or the outside bone structure. It's the inside structure. So in lung capacity, women that drink, women that do drugs when pregnant and smoke affect the lung capacity of their children. That's not fair. That's not fair to the child at all. You have all of these related issues. You have the, uh, the National Center on Chronic Disease Prevention and Health Promotion. Talk about all of these other areas that, that can happen over a period of time. Do you not know? Your child may not be born with heart disease or have any diabetes or physical active, uh, inactive traits. But as they get older, because of them suffering from birth, the body then is not developing properly. So what happens when the body does not develop properly? It, uh, other things happen as you get older. So it is, it is something, you know, that needs to be uh, taken into consideration. Because, again, I think when we don't see something, we think it's okay, but that's not true. You don't see the damage, but the damage is always there. Always there. So I want to also give you some information. <clears throat> Excuse me. From the CDC. Since 2020, up to 21, again, we have increased tremendously. We have gotten uh, in domestic violence. If a woman's carrying a child and if she has a drinking problem, she will increase drinking. If she has a drug addiction problem, she will also increase in that area. So with FAD, fetal uh, alcohol syndrome, disorder. I want to break down what happens in the cause and prevention so that you may have a good understanding. 
Um, it occurs when a person is exposed to alcohol before birth, okay? Alcohol in the mother's bloodstream, the baby, through the umbilical cord. There is no known safe amount of alcohol during pregnancy or when trying to get pregnant. I want to make sure you understand that. You could be drinking before you get pregnant. That alcohol is still in your system. So let's say you conceive through conception. Guess what happens? That same blood is going to run into the baby even before you get pregnant. So people who have addictions to alcohol who get pregnant have a larger chance of having disorders or developmental issues in their children. There's no safe amount, which means it's not just 1% that won't hurt your child. No, there's no safe amount because alcohol is, again, is a substance. It is something that is not digested. It's something that's not uh, feasibly enmeshed in the human body. And it is the number one cause, believe it or not, not crack cocaine, not meth, not none of those areas, none of those other ones. It is the number one legal drug that deteriorates the human being. Legal drug, substance. Anyone can go buy it. Even the children, there's someone else, you know, 17, 18-year-olds go buy alcohol. So it's legal. And see, that's what makes it dangerous. Okay, there is no safe amount uh, to drink during pregnancy. Alcohol can cause problems from developing babies throughout pregnancy, including before a woman knows she's pregnant. All types of alcohol and are equally harmful, including wines and beers. I know a new woman that drank two glasses of wine, and they said, oh, something will happen. I can do that. That's not true. It is very, very dangerous to do that because, again, a baby system is so delicate. It cannot digest substances. To prevent that, you know, alcohol syndrome, a woman should avoid alcohol if she's pregnant or might be pregnant. This is because a woman could get pregnant and not know for up to four to six weeks. So if she's binge drinking, y'all, if she's having a good time, if she's drinking alcohol, if she's drinking beer, Whatever, four to six weeks, all of that is in her system and it is being digested by that baby. It is never too late to stop alcohol use during pregnancy because the brain growth takes place throughout pregnancy from the time of conception all the way to 38 weeks. The brain is growing. So because the brain growth takes place throughout pregnancy, stopping alcohol use will improve the baby's health and well-being. So that's the goal, is to stop putting the substance in the body so that it doesn't affect the baby. Now, 
this is how it affects the baby. So these collections were actually diagnoses that are uh, from statistics and also testing, but this is what they came up with. It affects people differently on different ranges and from mild and severe. I just want you to know that as well. You have low body weight, poor coordination, hyperactive behavior, difficulty with attention, poor memory, difficulty in school, especially in math, learning disabilities, speech and language delays, intellectual disability or low IQ, poor reasoning and judgment skills, sleep and sucking problems as a baby. Oh, my God. Vision or hearing problems. Problems with the heart, kidneys, or bones. Shorter than average weight. Small head size. Abnormal facial features, such as smooth ridge between the nose and upper lip. This ridge is called uh, philtrum. And... Oh, my goodness, that list is long enough. That list is long enough. And this is what I want to go back and say, some of these areas here. I want to fill out difficulty with attention. What does that sound like to you, attention deficit? Yes, A-D-D. So I guarantee you if we did a statistic and we went and looked at all the children and their parents that had ADD, we may find that someone was drinking while pregnant. We may find that. This other one as well, learning disabilities, intellectual and disabilities in a low IQ, reasoning and judgment. All of those are based on the cognitive ability of that child. So as these things continue to go on, they create other things. Because think about it. One of those sick dolls, you can't give a pill and say, oh, let me, that's going to help you learn more. Or that's going to improve you sucking and, and feeding on a bottle. No, this is permanent. As they get older, you know, it's going to affect their life, you know. The fetal alcohol syndrome is one of those ones that were the mild to severe, okay? So let's break this down because I want to, I want you to know it's just not fetal alcohol syndrome. There's other things that are happening in this baby, in this child, as they, as they grow up. So you have the attention span is short, shorter. The vision and hearing mixed up on these problems. They have a hard time in school and trouble getting along with other people. So their emotions are also affected. Their mental uh, capacity with interper interpersonal skills, which is one-on-one, -on -one, intrapersonal skills within a group of people. They have shorter attention spans, but most of all, they have a low will tolerance very impatient, very short patient, no tolerance 
are short-tempered people, okay? So as they grow up, they, this, is, this is what's going to happen. If they don't get help, of course, uh, in some type of therapeutic process. The next one is called alcohol-related neurodevelopmental disorder. And again, this is still dealing with alcohol syndrome. People with uh, alcohol-related neurodevelopment disorders might have intellectual disabilities and problems with behavior and learning. They might do poorly in school and have difficulties with math, memory, attention, judgment, and look at this, poor impulse control. Poor impulse control, which means they're reactive. They're just reactive. They don't think about anything before they do it. They just do it. They also have another area here. It's called the alcohol-related birth. Alcohol-related birth, that's um, people with this have problems with their heart, their kidneys, uh, and their bones, uh, hearing, and hearing loss. They may have a mix of these. They have areas with life skills. They have problems with life skills. Um, and they're not able to think very clearly when it comes to life problems. Now, now think about this. This is something that is going to be ongoing throughout life, is it not? It's going to be something that a child is going to be experiencing for a long period of time. And, you know, I when I read this, I was so shocked because I remember even some of my patients having their mothers having alcohol problems. And these people are grown now. They're grown. They're like 30, 40-year-olds. They said, my mother was an alcoholic, and she drank with me. And I said, oh, my goodness. This is the reason, this is a good reason why mental health could possibly be the way it is. Because of of the, the parental figures, influencers. And I'm not saying that's all has to do with mental illness, but statistically, I guarantee you, if we did some research, you will find that it's coming down the pipeline. It's coming down the pipeline. So, again, if there's anyone that's listening, please don't drink and do drugs with your children. Um, there is another uh, one here as well, neurobehavior disorder associated with prenatal alcohol exposure. That's what this is called. And a child or youth with this problem has three areas. Thinking and memory, where a child may have trouble planning or may forget material he or she has already learned. Behavior problems such as a severe tantrum, mood issues. For example, for example, irritability and difficulty shifting attention from one task to another and trouble with day-to-day living. Look at that. Which may be include uh, problems with bathing, dressing, or and for weather and playing with each playing with each children. You know, so they are. They're so 
something to think about, you guys. That's something to really think about. Okay, I see my backstage host is in the house. Let me introduce her. Yes. <laughs> Grand Rising. Thank you so much for an excellent show. I know that we've got some listeners and viewers that are hearing the story of their lives as you talk about this. Unfortunately, we had many people who drank alcohol while pregnant, uh, many of them in different states of depression and so forth, and that's how they handled it. So uh, just want to remind our listeners, if you've got a question, please press 1. And uh, we can open your mic and get your thoughts. And we're going to take a quick break and come back. And hopefully, uh, if we have some questions, you can press one. And we can certainly answer your concerns. I know a lot of people might be wanting to know what can they do if they are a child of someone who drank and they, in fact, did suffer from fetal alcohol syndrome. So right. we'll be back and That is great. But we'll be right back after this quick break, so just stay with us. We have an opportunity to transform the whole global society in the next 50 years. 50 years from now, the earth will be populated by a new generation of adults, many of whom are yet unborn. Our mission is to nurture them in childhood with love, guidance, and protection and to raise them in healthy, happy families. If we impart values of compassion, generosity, and respect for fellow human beings in the next generation of children, they will create a world where people can live together in peace. This is our goal. Be a part of the transformation. Get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. Go to www.naimalatif.com. That's www.nai. M-A-H-L-A-T-I-F dot com. Are you constantly arguing with your spouse? Are your children misbehaving and acting out? Is someone in your family abusing drugs? Have you been the victim of domestic violence? Are you grieving over the loss of a loved one? Let us help you restore serenity to your life. At Serenity Family Social Services, we understand that good mental health is a result of emotional well-being. Our goal is to assist you and your family in removing emotional distress and restoring harmony and balance to your lives. We offer individual, couples, and family counseling. I'm Howard Williams, CEO of Serenity Family Social Services. Call us today at 312-315-4820. That's 312-315-4820. Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries to achieve peaceful harmony in the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. 
call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. So you experience 
certain things like uh, when someone's, you know, not talking to you or don't actually pay attention to you the way you want to, you may feel betrayed, you may feel taken advantage of, you know, different things of that nature. And I'm not saying that it also comes from alcohol fetal, you know, syndrome, but what I'm saying is it's a good chance if you have that exposure. That's the reason why that you feel the way you do. It's, it's because you're a little more uh, empathetic than most. You feel through life. So if you find yourself feeling through life, then you really need to then take some time and start shifting over to that logical mind because this cannot be repaired until you repair it. I can't express to you how important it is for us to do self-care, especially if we uh, was affected by this particular behavior of our parents or our mother, because our mother is the one that actually carried us. So if we were affected by this and you see and know that there's some long-term results, you need to do damage control. Okay, don't just assume that you're going to be all right. Damage control. What is damage control considering this type of issue? Well, think about it. If you have a cognitive issue, a cognitive issue is it's your thinking pattern. Uh, it's hard for a person to solve issues when they always think that they're in issues. I know that sounds a little odd, but it's true because you're focusing more on the problem than the solution. So I, I want you to take the time to get and remove yourself from that emotional part of yourself. If you're suffering from any over feeling of, of things, like, let me give you an example, because I want you to really get this. If you find yourself being a people pleaser, if you find yourself living life based upon other people's validation, other people's appraisal of you, if you find yourself being portrayed very easily, or if you're still dealing with the trauma of your life when it comes to you having a parent that drinks. And, you know, if it was your mother, you see what I'm saying, and she may have not treated you appropriately, and you still have those thoughts in your mind, you know, Maybe she mistreated you. Maybe she said things to you that was, you know, that was, you know, horrific, uh, you know, downgrading or something of that nature. Okay. Yes, it did happen, but it's time for you to move. You don't want to stay in that mindset. And the reason why I'm, I'm really going here with the adult person because the damage was done but it doesn't have to stay that way. It doesn't have, it's just that what happens is now you do have to then take time to look and do some damage control, like I said earlier. Um, ADHD, ADD, if you have any of those uh, diagnoses, it's a good chance that, you know, it came from some type of drug use from mom. Um, you know, drug, alcohol use. Uh, again, like I said, if she conceived 
She could have been drinking, day drinking, using drugs four to six weeks before she even knew she was pregnant. Does that affect you? Yes, it will. It affects any child, any child at any time. So the goal is to look at yourself again, examine yourself, and if you know you've been a product of this particular lifestyle or this particular genealogy, you know what I'm saying, which means that if someone else drinks and she's drinking because someone else she was exposed to it as well, then, of course, you want to break that cycle. You know, you, you don't want to continue that cycle because it's not going to be healthy for you. Or if you have children, it's not going to be healthy for your children as well. Because, again, mental illness, alcohol abuse, drug abuse are very close in perimeter. They're very close in perimeter. Uh, when a person is experiencing this, they don't often take the responsibility to say, okay, I'm going to stop. I'm not going to do this anymore. So, again, I want to give you some preventive tips so that you will at least have some information on what to do and how to do this. Um, over, the, over a lifetime of changes, over a lifetime of changes, when you are experiencing this, and if you uh, find yourself, again, feeling uh, mentally distressed, very easily. Um, if you find yourself having a low um, willpower to life, like for example, um, if you start shutting down very easily, uh, it's called hypoarousal. You start shutting down very easily, um, where you, not, you don't want to communicate with anyone, uh, you become emotionally numb. You know, uh, these, these areas like this, this is where you then really, really struggle because you're shutting down from the inside. So it's very difficult for someone to help you because you're not opening up for help, okay? Or you may go into what is called hyper arousal when you're dealing with life issues. You may be anxious. You may be angry, uh, frustrated, irritated. Um, and it may be something ongoing, ongoing. So you find yourself, you know, being stuck here, going in and out of irritation, in, in and out of frustration, um, and you don't seem like you can find a place of peace. You have to get back to your will tolerance. Your will tolerance is extremely important. What is a will tolerance? That means that I have to tolerate myself and tolerate my life. I have to find my place to contentment. And again, if you are a product of your parent that drank with you, these are just some of the areas of sensitivity that a person will face and feel. And trust me, it starts as early as young adulthood, like 14, 15 years old. A lot of the patients I see at the hospital, um, adolescents that have low will tolerance, they're, they're, all, they're either hypersensitive to everything. 
they have a low sensibility. As long as they're very intelligent, it's just that they don't know how to deal with life. They get upset when when if someone says no or someone doesn't want to be in their life. If their friends don't want to talk to them, they take it so personal until they're ready to end their life. You know, so it's, it's mental illness and, again, substance abuse is real. So we want to definitely be mindful of those things. So let's talk about some preventive tips. Preventive tips is doing one, self-monitoring. Self-monitoring. What does that mean? That means when you wake up in the morning, you should be asking yourself, what am I thinking? What am I feeling in my heart? What is my body telling me? Self-monitor every morning and choose the word for today. A word for today is something that is going to keep you focused. It's going to keep you in a place where you will have what they call a navigation. You'll be able to navigate through life very successfully if you choose what you want. Use your power of choice. Power of choice is the most important thing that God gave us, but most of all, you should give yourself. And, you know, again, we can't prevent what has already happened, people. And you still reliving any trauma from your past, such as, a again, a mother or father that drank and you find yourself just, you know, keep thinking about it over and over again, taking away from your own life. Time and frequency is everything. And you have to ask yourself, you know, how much of this should I give myself to? So what am I saying to you? That's what self-monitoring comes from. It's monitoring your thoughts, monitoring your feelings, and, and they have to be justifiable. You can't, you know, when you're thinking only in the past, you can't control the past. The past has already happened. You can only control the here and now. That's all you can control. Only control the here and now. So just be mindful of that. Be mindful of of everything that you give to yourself and take care of yourself. Another preventive tip is also getting therapy. Going and get therapy when you know that you're having these issues. You know, I know a lot of people don't want to get therapy. They don't want to talk about themselves. They don't want to have this stigma of that. But I think this is necessary. This is going to help you uh, to get things out and into the opening. And if he or she is a good therapist, they will help you a journal. They're going to help you cope. They're going to give you strategic skills so that you will be able to get on with life, move on. So many uncomfortable positions. So just be mindful of that. Another strategic tip I also want to give you is your health. Eating right, exercising. That has a lot to do with what you're doing. It's a lot to do with how you're living. 
know, I think we forget how to be sometimes. We're so busy, you know, focusing on the doing that we forget how to be. And the being is requires you to have a certain type of life. And it's not a perfect life. It's just a life of health, a life of endurance, a life of positivity, you know, a life that well well lived. A life well lived. So I want I want you to take that into consideration. And if you know someone, again, that is, you know, drinking while pregnant, doing drugs while pregnant, you need to let someone know. You know, let them know, but you may need to let someone else know as well, especially if it's severe, because it's so dangerous, again, to the baby. So as you are doing this, as you grow up, you know, again, I'm going back to adulthood. I'm not going back and forth, but that's okay. Just walk with me. You're dealing with memory, attention deficit, judgment, poor impulse skills. Um, again, self-monitoring will help you with this. Living your life from a proactive instead of a reactive. Proactive is just what it is. I am going to think about what I'm doing before doing it. Before even saying it, I'm going to think about before I say it. And weigh the options. What good will it be if I say it or do it? You know, slow down. People with uh, high impulse control are moving very quickly in life. Just like driving in fast lane, they're moving very, very quickly. Um, they're not, uh, again, taking the time to think about what is going to happen how long it's going to happen. They're just doing it. So they put that energy out there in the atmosphere. And that energy then, of course, turns into other energy. Because energy expands, it does not disintegrate. So just be mindful of that. And you ask yourself, how well are you living your life? How well are you living your life? And how are you helping yourself in the process? I think that is extremely important to know how you living your life and how well you're living it. Um, if you've already had a child, if anyone listening has already had a child and also was drinking, how do you deal with the child? The child will have a low will tolerance. She or he will have more t uh, tantrums, um, very colic like colic babies. If you have a baby that has colic, when a baby has colic and is dealing with some type of substance, uh, you know, as far as, again, drugs and alcohol, uh, the baby may cry excessively, um, may not eat right, may not suck the bottle or nipple uh, when feeding. They may go through all types of, you know, mood changes, you know, early on. I mean, early, like before 10 years old, they may change their moods. Um, but as they get older, they will, they will continually to change their moods. And it's almost noticed as though it could be a mood disorder. 
good chance that they may even get a diagnosis with that as they get older, you know, because they can only be diagnosed up until they're, you know, 18 years old with any type of mental illness, far as bipolar, schizophrenia, any of those. But depression, no, you could be depressed at age five. You can have a depression, low energy, you know, low self-control. All of those, again, are just the after effects of the fetal alcohol syndrome or drug-addicted mother. Um, I think that's very important for us to realize. So it looks like we're going to have to take a quick break because uh, it is the 9 o'clock hour, and I will be right back. Have you ever dreamed of going to exotic places? meeting fascinating people, enjoying uplifting music, and spending nights in a luxurious hotel. Do you look forward to a relaxing vacation where you can walk along the beach or sit in a quiet park and enjoy the sunset or sunrise? Whether you're flying around the world or driving across the country, we will share travel tips that will help you stay safe while you enjoy the journey. Join me every third Saturday of the month, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, and move around with Deborah here on the Female Solutions Show. Call in and comment, 515-605-9325, and press 1 to speak. Is Monday morning a struggle to get out of bed, into the swing of things? Well, don't worry, you are not alone. Join us for thought-provoking, stimulating, and mindful conversations on higher learning with Zelda Speaks for your Monday morning mindfulness session on Blog Talk Radio, The Female Solution, Mondays, 7.30 until 9 a.m. Be sure and send your ideas, thoughts, comments, and suggestions. Also, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit zeldaspeaks.com and send us your info. We'd love to have you. Experience mindfulness moments with the mindfulness slash stress relief coach, Zelda Speaks. And thanks for sharing the mindfulness moment tip of the day. Stay on purpose, stay empowered, and stay tuned to your next session of mindfulness on higher learning with Zelda Speaks. Make it a mindful day. And thanks for listening.
Okay, welcome back. Welcome back. This is Soulful Solutions. My name is Dr. Debbie Green. And again, our topic today is alcohol fetal syndrome and how it affects our children mainly and also our lives overall. Um, what I want to do also to break down some of the mental side of this um, development in the children as well as the adults as they get older. As early as 12 to 13 years old, the mental uh, effects on the child when it comes to alcohol um, you know, exposure is, is very, very major. We have a part of our brain that helps us with our developmental and thinking capacities uh, from temple to temple, as well as the parts of the brain that organize memory, organize uh, thinking and, and mathematical skills as well, are greatly affected. So mental illness can actually set in in our children from alcohol fetal um, syndrome exposure uh, as early as, you know, 12 to 13 years old. And the thing about this is, again, if the parents are, you know, honest enough to let the doctors know, I drank when I was carrying her or him, then they would know how more so to treat it instead of them not telling them. Because a lot of times, they don't say it until it's, you know, it's revealed in the blood. So they have these uh, toxicology reports. So to kind of break it down just a little bit, um, I want to really talk about two areas mainly that are affected by uh, the alcohol in our children, um, as, again, as early as age 13, okay? Um, alcohol can affect your child.
Yes, Mama AZ, uh, we lost the connection. We'll trying to get it back in just a moment. Sorry, we've lost the connection. Hold on. We'll be right back in just a moment. Uh, More from Dr. Debbie Green. And... uh We all say we would like to be wealthy. But wealth isn't determined by how much money you have. Wealth is determined by your power to define what money is. The dictionary defines money as something used as a way to pay for goods and services and to pay people for their work. So how would you like to have access to an unlimited source of money? Money that is not taxed by the government. Money that increases as you share the opportunity with others. Money that you can use to pay for goods and services and pay people for their work. I'm talking about Bitcoin. It's the future of independent wealth building. Bitcoin is the new money that you control. Get started building your wealth. Call 312-849-3456. That's 312-849-3456. constantly arguing with your spouse? Are your children misbehaving and acting out? Is someone in your family abusing drugs? Have you been the victim of domestic violence? Are you grieving over the loss of a loved one? Let us help you restore serenity to your life. At Serenity Family Social Services, 
We understand that good mental health is a result of emotional well-being. Our goal is to assist you and your family in removing emotional distress and restoring harmony and balance to your lives. We offer individual, couples, and family counseling. I'm Howard Williams, CEO of Serenity Family Social Services. Call us today at 312-315-4820. That's 312-315-4820. I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. We are a part of the online network of associated internet radio hosts, On Air. On Air empowers you with transformative news and interactive radio TV shows. This is such a wonderful time to be alive and to see our human family coming together as one community as a result of that powerful tool, the internet. We can now talk directly to each other all over the world. There's no need for conflict or misunderstanding. There's no need for violence to solve our differences. We can talk to each other face-to-face until we reach an agreement. On Air offers a fantastic global guide to communicators from all over the world who are using their Internet platforms to inspire us to strive to be our best selves in order to become the kind compassionate, loving people we were all born to be. Once we do that, we'll see planet Earth transformed into a place of peace. Subscribe to the recommended YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and podcasts created by these Voices of Enlightenment. On Air provides daily news briefs and a weekly magazine to keep you abreast of events and opportunities. On-air news affiliates in television, radio, and print share information, insight, and interviews with notable personalities. Go to onaireverywhere.com for a daily dose of uplifting news. We're on-air everywhere, online all the time. I'm Viata, your holistic life coach. These days, it's more important than ever to work on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you consciously breathing deeply in stressful moments? Do you have a plan or daily routine to maintain balance in your awesome body? Are you struggling to be disciplined in your eating habits? When you partner with me, I'll help you develop a personalized health plan that works for your particular lifestyle. You can find out more about me at yourholisticlifecoach.com, where you can also review my three-step protocol to guide you to abundant health. That's yourholisticlifecoach.com, and I'm Viato.
you're listening to and watching the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. And we have been listening to Dr. Debbie Green, who is giving some very important information on fetal alcohol syndrome. We've temporarily lost the connection, but we'll be right back with her in just a moment. And if you have experienced this, either as a mother who is or the child of a mother who chose to drink while pregnant, then this most definitely is a situation you can identify with. Unfortunately, too many women do not get information that can help them make better choices during their pregnancy. And as a result, we see the impact in children who are unfortunately displaying behavior that is difficult. So we're going to take another quick break and see if we can take your calls and we'll be right back. Have you ever dreamed of going to exotic places, meeting fascinating people, enjoying uplifting music, and spending nights in a luxurious hotel? Do you look forward to a relaxing vacation where you can walk along the beach or sit in a quiet park and enjoy the sunset or sunrise? Whether you're flying around the world or driving across the country, we will share travel tips that will help you stay safe while you enjoy the journey. Join me every third Saturday of the month, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, and move around with Deborah here on the Female Solutions Show. Call in and comment, 515-605-9325, and press 1 to speak. Somehow we're still trying to fix the audio issues. That's Dr. Debbie. And let's see. Just one moment. What if you could live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant? Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-cell care from Susan Essentials on the Female Solution Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and your cells feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guests by calling in at 
9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. Global Radio TV show, and we are still trying to reconnect with Dr. Debbie Green and give you that information on fetal alcohol syndrome. And in the meantime, we'll see if we can get a call to her. So please press one if you are. In the studio and have a question for Dr. Debbie Green, and we will gladly get that information to her. Um, she is, of course, treating many who are suffering with this unfortunately common situation. And as a result, we're seeing the behaviors in our children. And we most definitely understand if you have experienced the results of fetal alcohol syndrome in your life, because so many women simply did not understand. So if you have a comment, we will get Dr. Debbie Green on the line as we still seek to make a connection. And, of course, you can see her live on Soul Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green on Facebook and YouTube. We're going to see if we can reconnect with her and reconnect with her audio. And Okay, in a moment we're going to reconnect you with Dr. Debbie Green. Send you live on Facebook and YouTube. Thank you. And watching her email solution, Global Radio. So that y'all fix up the habit, and it's going to be exposed. And that's when things start to change. The way they are, they have children. It just gets passed down. Young people who start drinking alcohol at an early age are more likely to have problems with alcohol later in life, such as binge drinking and becoming alcohol dependent on alcohol. Alcohol dependent on alcohol. <laughs> the later teens delay their first. 
first alcoholic drink, the last they will drink. Okay? Even in adulthood, regular drinking alcohol, even at low levels, cause damage to the body. And it can lead to serious disease, including cancer or even stroke. It does, I don't understand why they don't stop drinking when they know that it's hurting the baby. Okay. Risk of illness, accidents, and injury. Young people are still developing skills and make good decisions, and their brains do not assess risk in the same way that adults do. So adding alcohol to the mix can further increase behaviors that can end in harm-like behavior. Vomiting, alcohol poisoning, and blackouts. Injury, including assaults, falls, and road accidents. Unwanted or unsafe sex, treating others in a way they normally wouldn't, or arguing or having a fight, and harming important relationships, behaving in a way they otherwise wouldn't potentially damaging their reputation. So do you see the differences in this? Do you see how it changes a person's life? They're no longer that you know, they just they just they just disrupt it completely. They're disrupted completely. So alcohol in your health is not healthy at all. Again, social drinking is fine, but when carrying a child, you don't want to drink alcohol when carrying a child. So let's look at also, I want to not, I know we started off talking about the U.S., but I want to look at how other countries also look at this as well. Let's take, for example, Australia. Around 70-70% of alcohol users drink in Australia. 23% do not drink alcohol. In 2019, the proportion of ex-drinkers increased significantly. From 2016, being 7.6%, it starts increasing 8.9, starting in 2019. Now we know because of the pandemic had a lot to do with that. One in three adults who drink alcohol drink at levels that exceed exceed the um, alcohol guidelines and put them at risk of alcohol-related injury and disease. Wow, that's something, right? So they were drinking that is the drinking and pregnant is not good. But also drinking and pregnant is worse. Okay. All right, it looks like it's 
I'm Naima Latif. Join me and my co-host, Kareem Hamid, every Wednesday morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the Female Solution Radio Show as we explore that relationship that is the foundation for our society, the relationship between men and women, husbands and wives. Join our discussion as we seek to repair broken family ties and rebuild our community. Listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com slash the-female-solution. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to our host. Or you can join us live on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash the-female-solution. Hey, it's time to take charge of your health. I'm Viata, your Holistic Life Coach, and every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, I'm here on The Female Solution to empower you to make choices that will assist your evolution to abundant health. I'm also blogging every Sunday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time at Soul Perfect Healing where I bring you a spiritual chiropractic adjustment to bring you back into alignment with our Creator's love, compassion, and wisdom. Join me every Friday morning at 8 a.m. and Sunday evening at 8 p.m. for a time of unity, enlightenment, and love vibration. Shalom. Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Self-Care with Jody Toussaint. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Viata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. 
Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. Thank you. 
For those listening online, we're going to connect with Dr. Debbie Green so she can answer your call. And if you are uh, in our studio, press 1, and we will connect you with Dr. (laughs) Debbie Green. Give your story and how it affected you. We can now bring our caller in. (laughs) Oh, yeah, fun. (laughs) All right, so let's see now. I know there are quite a few people who are listening online, and I want to make sure they get an opportunity to 
Go ahead, you're live on the Female Solution Radio Show. Go ahead with your comment regarding fetal alcohol syndrome, only regarding fetal alcohol syndrome. (laughs) We're doing a lot to bring you on this morning, so (laughs) make sure you're on time. Well, y'all, shalom, peace and love, and assalamu alaikum to you, beloved sister, Naima Latif and the Female Solution, Brother Plum, Chicago, Illinois. Yes. yes, my my question is, uh, I'm not sure. I knew my mother was a drinker, uh, and she drank alcohol. Uh, I, I'm not sure on the fact if she was drinking during the time that I was born. However, uh, I wanted to know uh, if, if a, a sister is being, uh, you know, uh, indulging in alcohol, uh, and develop an alcohol syndrome, would she uh, recommend a, a PMA class for a sister like that uh, in that kind of condition or situation and uh, order that she might? Because the, uh, the mother of any child would be the uh, the leader of that child. So, uh, you know, I've learned to lead by example, so would she recommend a special class like PMA class for her to take in order and then also uh that she might uh uh receive atonement. She must atone within herself in order to refrain from the alcohol drinking that she does in order that she and her daughter might be prosperous in the community. All right. Well thank you so much, Minister Plum. We appreciate that. All right. Well, I'll get off and let you answer that question. Detoxing as well as uh, therapy. 
So um, that's a that's a good question, Minister Plum, because someone needs to make a decision soon to come out of the same things that they've been doing. And if there's anyone uh, in the sound of my voice that are dealing with any alcohol issues, now if you're in denial, you say, no, it's not me, even though you drank five or six beers a day, and you're like, I don't have no alcohol problem. You know, that when I get home, I just want to take a drink, you know, after working all day. And I mean, I understand. But the thing about this is you got to look at your consumption over a period of time. It's over a period of time. It's not right there in the moment because most people binge drink. You know, you know, I, people drink 24 beers over a whole day, like just over a weekend, okay? 24 beers. That's a lot of alcohol going in the body at one time. Some people drink fifth liters of alcohol. You know, they drink, uh, you know, two or three bottles of wine. You know, and alcohol turns into sugar. That's what it does. It turns into sugar. And that sugar slows down the bloodstream. And when then, before you realize, inflammation starts to develop in the internal organs. That's when it breaks down the liver because the liver can't flush it. The liver can only flush but so many toxins over a period of time. And as those toxins are constantly building up, building up, building up, then that's when cirrhosis comes. And then the liver starts to bleed from the internal areas. You won't know. Liver, they don't give. It's not like, you know, you have a cold and it gives off a, um, a symptom. No, a liver doesn't give a symptom until it is full to capacity. That's what it does. Until it, it has to change the way your biochemistry is where those toxins are not being breaking down. Yeah, through the lymphatic system that that usually the, the toxins come out of. So if those things are not happening, you know, you don't know. And you any drinking, thinking that everything is okay, and it's not. So just be mindful of that. And again, if you know someone that does drink, and if they're willing to get help, because some of them can get very stubborn. I'm not drinking, I'm not alcoholic, but everybody else can see that you're drinking and you're alcoholic, but you are the one that does not want to admit this. You cannot do anything for a person who's not ready. You know the old saying, you can leave the horse for water, but you can't make them drink? Okay, that's the deal. That's the deal. And uh, it, is a, um, it is a sad thing to watch a person drink and they don't stop it. I think one of our comments from our Monday's host, so very true, Dr. Debbie, my sister drank herself to death because we saw how it ravaged her body and she developed diabetes. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Heart disease, diabetes, even forms of cancer, hyperpressure, major, major, major life-changing things. And and, uh, and we often wonder, like, you know, uh, you see a person drinking, they know their bodies are being torn down, but they don't stop. They just keep drinking because they don't have the ability of the will tolerance. It's the will tolerance every day. 
the will tolerance is like I don't love myself enough to stop what I'm doing. And I've given up. And when a person gives up, they're going to keep doing what they're doing. They're going to keep doing drugs. They're going to keep drinking with or without being pregnant. They're just going to keep doing it. And they, the after effects are horrendous. They're just again you know just be mindful out there of your uh, alcohol intake and you know what let me say this and this is probably a little different topic but I want to put this out here do you know if you are abusing alcohol are you aware okay what is abusing alcohol you look at your weekly consumption your weekly consumption will let you know, and your frequency. Frequency, oh, I drink two glasses a day. So two glasses on Monday, okay, take it seven days in a week. I'm sure you're going to exceed that 22-ounce bottle. That 22-ounce bottle may not last, because I think wine comes in a 20. I don't think it doesn't come in at 18, so it's either 22 or 32. Our gallon, liter. So when you're getting into those areas, then you you are consuming large amounts of alcohol in your system, and now again the liver is working overtime. And it most things that it is so.
I see your pain. I see your hurt. And I know that you're trying to fill a void that's unfilled. But one thing would not be
Dr. Dell says, take care of yourself. Do something good for someone along the way of life so you can be blessed in the hereafter. Have a blessed day. Bye-bye. to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash thefemalesolution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows, listen to our radio shows, order our books, and be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Sheshe, India, Zanyaba, Japan, Arigato, Korea, Kamsanida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, John Kujun, France, Merci. Spain, gracias, Italy, grazie, Egypt, shukran, Ghana, medasi, Nigeria, eshe, South Africa, Ngiabonga, Senegal, Jared, Kenya, 
Asante. Israel. Toda. Pakistan. Shukriya. Afghanistan. Tashakor. Saudi Arabia. Shukran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you. And may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessing.